and welcome to our prayer meeting mini so yay! yay thank you guys so much for all of your support already we are overwhelmed with stories and joy and support and love and <laughs> <laughs> and giggles and we have them today so yeah we've just been cracking up already just thinking about telling y'all stories that you sent in and we hope you keep sending them any stories that you have about growing up in southern west virginia or in uh, bible bell or in anywhere in appalachia if you have any funny stories someone you met yesterday at the gas station at the bottom of um, harbor road at sheets you can tell us We'll share it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, feel free to write us at prayerchainpodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. I'd like to start us out with a story. You know, y'all, I haven't been feeling great. So, you know, I started reading these stories and I thought, these mamas, they're on to something. Which mamas? All the mamas. We got a lot of stories about mamas. We got a lot of stories about mamas and... Okay. remedies and i want to talk about one this is our first story that we ever received and this is from katie not to be confused with katie with my sister katie <laughs> me <laughs> my meemaw Susie, not to be confused with Susie. cutie <laughs> <laughs> my meemaw Susie, who is now 91 always swore that after you brought your baby home you had to flip its liver this was done by holding the baby right side up, then grabbing its feet, holding the baby upside down, then flipping it right side back up, causing the baby to do a flip. Oh, my God. And lose its mind. <laughs> and shake it up. This is the commercials that they ended up making that it was about this. Never, yeah. ever shake flip the baby's baby. liver. Yeah. Stop. Hearing her say, well, honey, have you flipped that liver's baby yet? Then watching her throw my knees around. That liver's baby yet? That baby's li <laughs> That liver's baby yet. The problem baby is, yet. is that I never had my liver flipped. <laughs> All right. So I would what what I meant to say was <laughs> Well, honey, have you flipped that baby's liver yet? <laughs> that sounds that Nailed still it. sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> then watching her throw my niece around like a sack of potatoes will always be burning my brain. Oh, man. Well, thank you, Katie, for that story. That was good. Yeah, now, now it's actually burnt into my brain, and I have a baby niece. Don't you dare. No. <laughs> I just wonder. My dad baby. already did it. Oh, <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. It's fine. I just wonder if it was like a full somersault or if it was just like upside down and then right back up. You know, like did it go full head over heels and it like did a full 360 all the way back to being right side up? Or was it just like a upside down and then right back up? You know, was like tilt like the head down, like dirty dancing. And then right back up. Was it acrobatic? Like, yeah. You like was it like, fling it. You just fling it. Just <laughs> yeah, grab by the ankle. Fling, just, fling it around. Oh, well, I, in my head, and I don't know why, because the baby probably wasn't standing on its feet, that you just grabbed it by its feet and it just went, whoop. But that's not correct because it's a baby. It doesn't stand. Yeah. In my head, it's like a baby tumble surprise where they just grabbed it, like its hands, and then they just like turned it and it went all the way around, like twirling yeah. like that. I don't know really. if that's really what it's like. That, and that's why they made those baby dolls after that. Yes. Flipping flipping liver surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I have a funny story from Brad. He said, where to start? My mama once dug a rotten tooth out of her mouth with a 16-penny <laughs> nail. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I have 
no idea what a 16 penny nail is. Sounds expensive. Oh man, somebody Google that. I bet it was a nail that cost 16 pennies. When she was asked why she didn't go to the dentist in town, her response was, that was a six mile walk and my tooth hurt so bad every time I moved, I didn't think I had that many steps in me. But even if I did, the dentist in town was a drunk, so I figured I had better odds at doing it myself. Then with that sought. <laughs> I love the word, word sought. All right. And then he also said the same woman raised six kids while working tobacco. My papa served in the Pacific Islands in World War II and contracted malaria. For years after he came home, his lungs would get infected and my mama would have to pull all the weight herself. She would top and spear tobacco with a baby on her hip and a toddler pulling at her pockets. This is incredible. I know. There's a lot of things in there. I don't know what top and all that pull tobacco. Like I know. I feel smarter just reading this about like working tobacco fields and 16 penny nails. Me too. Now I learned some. Maybe it took 16 pennies to make the nail. Oh my gosh. Oh, like a copper nail. Oh, yeah. the milk I, mean, I don't know. I have no idea. Somebody write in and tell us. Yeah, Brad, tell us what a 16-penny nail is, if you're listening. (laughs) And then, um, this is the best story of all from him. He said, my favorite story is about the night she birthed my father. So, you got to think, this is not that long ago. Oh, yeah. This is his grandma, his dad's mom. He Mm. says, my papa was on the mend, lung infection, as mentioned prior, Mm. and asleep in bed beside of her. She had been feeling contractions for a couple of hours, but didn't want to worry him. Well, she waited for him to fall asleep and then birthed my father in the bed right beside of Papa without making a sound. What in the uh, world? My Papa didn't know that my father was born until the baby started to cry. <laughs> she was like, shh, shh, you'll wake your dad. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, what in the world? And, she's, and he said she was the most sweet, soft-spoken person that has ever lived, but she was the toughest human he'd ever Don't met. Don't let me bother you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Don't, don't look Don't mind me. Here. I'm just having a child. Oh, what? Man. Think about that. Ooh, there I is mean, no way. No, I literally could never. For one, mm. I could never. No. It, that baby came out like it was going down the water slide at New River Park. <laughs> 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 one time I was at the water slide at uh, Hinton. Is that where there was a water slide? Yeah. It was like next to the, yeah. And uh, a, I was thought my sister was coming down behind me, so I stuck my head and looked around. <laughs> and it was a grown man, and he hit me in the face with his foot. <laughs> <laughs> and I was embarrassed, so I just got up and went away. But it knocked me like down, and I was underwater for like a minute. I was just like, oh, God. I'm so embarrassed that I got hit in the face with a grown man's foot. It's gross. <laughs> That's what happened. So That's what happened when his dad came out. It actually hit his dad's foot. <laughs> yeah. He was just like. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he got his liver flipped. <laughs> Good. All right. So my next story is from Mary Kate. And it's titled Four Inches? Question mark. Well, my grandpa was a kid. Sorry. He lived in a coal camp. Staying with his grandma every now and then. <laughs> it's already oh, funny. You like coal camp? Coal camp. <laughs> in the in the present day, we would probably describe her profession as an alternative healer slash spiritualist. Many miners would knock on her door for her to heal them. She worked her magic healing people with the herbal tea or even by laying hands on them. One time, my grandpa was staying with her, and he had four skeptical visitors over oh yeah okay four of them they didn't didn't believe in her healing is that the thing like they were like let's gang up and go over there we're gonna witch witch witch. (laughs) (laughs) 
pitchforks. This is her grand. This is Mary Kate's grandma. This is Mary P- Kate's grandma. I'm thinking it's maybe her great grandma. The way it's written, it's a little sounds bit. like it would be yeah. way back in the day. Yes. Okay. So these men told her if she really had powers, she would raise the table off the ground. She was used to this type of skeptical dialogue. She told them she simply could not, that her gift was from God, and it was not to be taken lightly. The men were relentless in their objective. She finally gave in. She pulled up on the sleeves of her dress and placed her palms on the tabletop. She pulled in her focus, and the table started to elevate. What? (laughs) The men immediately placed their hands on the table and tried to push it down with all their might. What? The table would not budge and remained four inches off the ground. The visitors remained in awe, never questioned her abilities again, and then she went back to doing what she did. (laughs) You know, those tables back then were, like, really heavy because they were made with, like, real wood. Oh, my God. What? No plywood. (laughs) No plastic. I can't believe God let Mary Kate's mom all do that for them. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) She has in here, she has a bonus random quote. She said, my grandma, talking about her very, very rich friend, she's got the cheapest countertops you've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) That is perfect. That's like your mama. That is awesome. You're like, you're so rich, but... That's a good one. That's a really good one. Well, y'all, I'm sorry to keep talking about my ailments. You know, I just need y'all to pray for me. This is my personal ailment. Oh, yeah. What is it? Well, I was going to go to the doctor for it, but a story came in I'm so grateful for. And it's it changed my life. And I'm going to read it for you now. This one's sent in by Wendy. She's super excited about this podcast, and I think that's really great. Yay. We Thanks, appreciate Wendy. You, Wendy. Thank you, Wendy. Her mama, Doris, always had this old wives' tale about wart removal that she swore by. Here's what she said to do. Listen closely. It works. Still somebody's used dish rag, rub it on the wart, then put the dish rag under a rock in a creek or riverbed. When the rag rots, 50 years later, no, she didn't say that. <laughs> when the rag rots, your wart will go away. I can't vouch for it. I can. I tried it, Wendy, and it worked. Sarah? I did. Is that where my $50 anthropology hand towels went? <laughs> Are you serious? I'm no. no. How do you know it worked? You stole my $50 anthropology hand towel. I asked you if you'd seen them. You did ask me, and I did not. <laughs> And I just want to say I'm very sorry. Please let me back in your life. Is that what you were doing in the creek for all that time when we went backpacking? Yes. I heard all that noise in that ruckus. I was wondering. Yeah. Well, I just want to tell you there's no way that towel rotted because it was so expensive. It was hand stitched. (laughs) Literally. Well, thank you, Wendy and Doris. Oh, oh, I have a good one. This one's kind of hilarious and it's long. So get ready. Get your pack on. Back on. Okay. <laughs> Sarah's excited about this because she saw a key phrase that stuck out of her that said a huge two-family yard sale. So that's what this is about. And it's from Nathan. I was like, huge two-family yard sale? Where? Literally. She's like, we got to stop. I was like, no, we're going backpacking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She was like, I see glass. Yeah. <laughs> I see tabletops full of glass. Is that Blinko? <laughs> Um, so it was summer in the late 80s, and my mom and mom all decided to have a joint yard sale. One of those, you put your handmade flyers up down the intersection advertising a huge two-family sale. Woo, 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 yeah. One of those ones, me and my brother would have to go through our toy boxes and make sure there was none of those, 
none of those ones that sunk to the bottom to help fuel the next wave that sure enough would see the same fate a year later on. <laughs> I was probably around 10, so that would make my brother around 6. The big yard sale was underway at my mama's house in the garage and carport. It drew a pretty sizable crowd of locals and their youngins. I was posted up across the yard playing with some transformers or something, and my brother had taken to giving a new arrival around his age a tour of my mama's property. He leads him around the yard, explaining what each and everything is. This right here is the carport. We park the car under here when it rains. <laughs> this is Pawpaw's pawpaw tree. It makes fruit that Pawpaw likes. This is the building. We keep the weed eater and stuff in there. <laughs> this is so real. Like, I literally can he Me. hear. Yeah. <laughs> this way. And this is the dog's house. There used to be big bees nests in, in there, but there ain't no more. See? And as he lifts the flap of carpet that serves as a door to the homemade house, a huge thumb-sized bumblebee flies out and smacks him right between the eyes. <laughs> as he's like, there's no bees under here. See? And it's just like... <laughs> he lets out a high-pitched scream that stops everybody in their tracks. I mean, squalled like a mashed cat. Oh, man. I just brought back a unlock the memory I just had. Ding, ding, ding. I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. The... <laughs> The other kid makes tracks as a wave of bumblebees busts out of the old doghouse and starts turning my brother every which way but loose. I love that. Them <laughs> <laughs> bees are turning him every which way but loose. Okay, he does what any kid would do, scream and run to the grown-ups. Well, the grown-ups had a different plan. Scream and run away from the kid, bringing the bees with him. Oh, no. I'll never forget hearing a grown-ass man scream, Bees! As they all <laughs> scattered into the yard away from this tiny curly-haired kid, bringing what must have been hell with him. <laughs> well, as the chaos engulfed the great yard sale, my mama, well into her 50s at the time, who I had never seen move faster than a brisk waddle, slammed the lid shut on the cash box, <laughs> stuffed the key in her bra, slid the table to the side, and ran towards my brother with a speed and a purpose I've never seen. This was it. He was being rescued. She's not going to let that hard-earned money no, get, no. get snatched up. First, to protect the money, then protect the child. Yeah, like, exactly. And he's only six, so they don't know. Maybe he was allergic. They don't even know. Oh. <laughs> like, no EpiPens. They're just like, who cares? We're going to get this money. Get this money. Get that money. Okay, she runs like a freight train right at him. I'm thinking, she's got him. She's going to scoop him up and, high, and hightail it out of there. I couldn't in a million years expected what happened next. She runs full speed at him, and at the last second, without missing a step, boom, grabs his pants and underwear and pulls them all the way down and just keeps on trucking. Didn't miss a beat. <laughs> she pants him. She literally she pants him. Like, while he's being chased by bees, he's only six, and there's a million people there. So they came, the pants came all the way off where they were, like, around the ankles, and he was just like, Rrr. I imagine that she pants him right down to the feet, and he just trips and falls face first, and then the Aww. bees were just like, Zzzz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, evil. Sacrifice. Evil, exactly. Like, she's like, okay, well. Now Maybe they she knew. You can't be running from bees. You just got to sit still. I, I I don't know. Sarah had a good point, but uh, about like maybe she was worried about bees getting stuck in his trousers or something. But yeah, that's what I. If bees were chasing me, I'd be naked as a jaybird. Quick. Yeah, I don't <laughs> it know. It don't take bees to get you naked as a jaybird. <laughs> 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 so now he's been eaten up by bumblebees. He's now naked from the waist down and is not able to get his way as fast because his pants are at his ankles. All this in front of, of a dozen strangers. Eventually, the Bumbles just gave up and went back to the doghouse, and my mom took him inside. <laughs> it was all over but the crying. 
I went in and he was naked as a jaybird in the family room as my mom dabbed calamine lotion on his stings. He kept saying, why'd she pull my pants down for? (laughs) (laughs) To which my mom didn't have any clear answer. I literally love it. I have one from Rusty. So Rusty says, let me start by saying that I call my mama Nana. And she's not from Appalachia, but she's from Alabama. But having lived the first decade of my life in the South... In the last few in Appalachia, I can say with confidence that mamas from these two places are essentially the same. <laughs> so this story really doesn't have anything to do with me, but it involves my sister and her kids, Nana's great-grandchildren. On a Thanksgiving trip to Alabama, my sister wanted to go out to visit other family in the area and go shopping in town. So she left my two nieces and nephew with Nana. When she returned, the kids were running around the house like wild animals. She went to Nana and asked what kind of junk she'd been feeding them while she'd been gone. Nana confidently walked over to the cabinet and pulled out a <laughs> pulled out a box of Nutty Buddy bars. <laughs> she flipped the box over and proudly stated, "It says right here that they have eggs and enriched flour in them. <laughs> Growing kids need that stuff." <laughs> My southern Nana fully believed that you that all you needed was one or two real ingredients for it not to count as junk food. I, I mean, I think everybody felt that way back back in the day. Avi, my grandma, did not think that that would be junk at all. She'd uh-huh. still be like, go in there and get you something good. I got some oatmeal cream pies. Oh, yeah, we had cookies galore at <laughs> That's my grandma's. That's all I ate was oh, junk. Man. My, gr- my grandma today will bring Jackson home a bag full of candy. Just be like, I just thought he needed a snack. It's like... A bag full of M and M's, some suckers, <laughs> some Skittles, definitely some Starburst, some like <laughs> some jelly beans from like last Easter. Oh yeah, <laughs> queen of the expired candy. Oh yeah. Well, I love that story. I'm gonna just change the tune a little bit. <laughs> this one's just a little bit more sad. Oh no. It's called a light dusting in the forecast, and this was sent in by our good friend Mick. When I was in, like, seventh grade, my grandparents hosted a family reunion at Cooper's Rock. Sometime before that reunion, my great-aunt and great-uncle passed away. Which at least, did they, did they die, die together? together? Aw, that's sad. Well, I don't know. It doesn't it specify. It could have been, like, a car accident. Oh, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jeez. I'm sorry well, I, I hope, said that. Um, my, my deepest and most heartfelt condolences. Yeah, yes. seriously, I'm not even laughing. That's super sad. <laughs> And one of their last wishes were to have their ashes spread off the rock. Aww. Anywho. (laughs) Fast forward. Anywho. Long story short, when it was time to toss their ashes off the rock. Oh, no. My grandparents forgot about the updraft coming from below. So when they dumped the ashes, there was a small pause. And then all of the sudden, a massive black cloud of human ash raised above the rock and then as quickly as it appeared another quick wind hit and dusted everyone on the rock mind you cooper's rock was very active that day so there was all kinds of people coughing gagging and generally freaking out because you know they had just been covered in human remains Oh, no. Best part is that when my dad had the foresight to realize what was about to happen, he just kept us off to the side. 
After the ash of cloud. <laughs> after, after the liver of the baby. <laughs> sounds like a metal band. After the ash of cloud. Oh, I love it. Listen, it says after the ash cloud of death. After the ash cloud of death coated everyone, some lady who was clearly disturbed came up coughing and wiping her face and asked him, are you with them? To which he said, nope. Oh, <laughs> <or> his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, oh, nope. Man. Don't know those people. I'm I'm on Mick, Mick's dad's level. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm seen just like, them. no, don't know him. Never seen him. Man, that would be so awful and sad. Well, and that sad. was a really funny sad story. story. Sad story. I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I love that. It was good. Well, that's it for our stories. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed. Well, thank you guys for sharing. Um, Stay tuned for our second episode coming out Friday. Remember, one one share equals one prayer. prayer. Thanks. (laughs) Bye. Bye. -bye.